This is News Glitch for Wednesday, February 24th, 2021, your daily source for everything happening in the world of games in 10 minutes or less. I'm Will, and that's Nikki. Hello! Today we're talking about the latest hurdle for Cyberpunk 2077 and Amazon's slow expansion into the world of cloud gaming. But first, let's head back into a galaxy far, far away. Hot off the success of their previous Star Wars ports, the developers at Aspire have announced their next project. 2005's Star Wars Republic Commando is finally heading to the PS4 and the Switch after April 6th. Fans often consider LucasArts' tactical FPS as being one of the best Star Wars games ever made, and it's coming out hot on the heels of other Aspire ports, including last year's release of Star Wars Episode I, Racer. For players that are new to the world of Republic Commando, you'll be placed in the helmet of Boss, the team leader of Delta Squad, an army of clones that kicks off fighting against the droid army during the Battle of Kamino at the end of Episode 2. Together with your teammates Scorch, Fixer, and Sev, you'll battle it out through all three years of the Clone Wars in increasingly difficult missions while warming up to the personalities of each character. Aspire's new port does remove the game's lackluster multiplayer mode, but adds improved graphics, widescreen support, and modernized controls. It's the perfect occasion to re-experience the story of Delta Squad all over again. Star Wars Republic Commando is up for pre-order now on PSN and the Nintendo eShop for $15, and it'll go live on April 6th. You know, when Disney bought Star Wars, they chucked a lot of the uh, established continuity out of canon, including this game. But what's really cool about it is that Dave Filoni, who is in charge of a lot of Star Wars, including the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian, he was able to reincorporate characters drawing direct inspiration from this game into the final season of Clone Wars with a team of characters called the Bad Batch. Which, as you may have heard, uh, a spinoff following The Bad Batch comes out on Disney Plus in May, so it's the perfect time to check this game out if you haven't already. Well, speaking of Dave Filoni and The Mandalorian, another fun fact is that Tamara Morrison, who voices the main character in this game, also plays Jango Fett in the prequel trilogy and, spoiler alert, uh, Boba Fett in The Mandalorian, which was such a fun watch. Oh, yeah, it's so good. And I can't wait for that Boba Fett spinoff. I genuinely think it's going to be one of the best shows of the year. And, you know, speaking of Star Wars, let's uh, let's just fly over to Cloud City for our next story. Amazon might be late to the cloud gaming party, but their Luna platform is slowly rolling out to more users and early access. Although Luna had been available only by invitation since its announcement last year, Fire TV owners can now sign up for Amazon Luna in the US just by downloading the Luna app from the Amazon App Store on most Fire TV devices. Unlike Google Stadia, where most games are available a la carte, Amazon Luna requires a monthly $5.99 subscription for access to Luna Plus, after which you can play games like Control and Metro Exodus as part of your subscription. Amazon also offers a Ubisoft Plus channel for an additional $14.99, which includes hits like Far Cry 5, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and the company's latest release, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Amazon is also using this opportunity to open up Luna controller orders to anyone who wants one, no invitation necessary. Amazon has stated that the Luna controller improves latency compared to other Bluetooth controllers, though it's not necessary to start playing. Signing up for an account gives you access to a 7-day trial of Luna Plus, perfect for testing your internet connection and seeing if cloud streaming is right for you. I think it may be right for a lot of people. 
Although it's becoming complicated to weigh a lot of these different options, kind of like cable TV and now streaming, but this might be the future of gaming. Yeah, I agree. I I did not expect Amazon to kind of hit the right tone on this, but I think it's a good combination of what Xbox is offering with Game Pass and what uh, Stadia is offering with their cloud technology, where you get you know, the all cloud access of something like Stadia, but you don't have to buy your games at full price where you might risk losing them if the service shuts down. Instead, you just get access to what's in the library for your monthly fee. And if something goes off, you know, maybe you get a certain amount of time to finish playing and then you're all set. I think that's like a really good middle ground when you're talking about paying for something you don't actually own. I agree. This kind of feels like the future of cloud streaming. And speaking of the future, let's talk about Cyberpunk 2077. So 2021 has not been off to a great start for CD Projekt Red, and it seems the hits just won't stop coming. The Cyberpunk 2077 developer took to Twitter today to announce the upcoming release of patch 1.2 would be delayed into the second half of March, following the ransomware attack the company faced earlier this month. The company isolated their internal network following the attack to prevent additional data from being accessed and stolen, but this left the employees unable to log on to the company's VPN and continue working on the patch. Patch 1.2 was to follow a number of hot fixes released since December, as the development team worked to fix numerous bugs and glitches with their flagship science fiction RPG. It's unclear if these delays will result in future updates to the game being pushed back as well. The company has promised both free DLC and next-gen console updates sometime this year. Yeah, it. this is really something where, you know, I, I think the company has really taken a lot of missteps on this one from um, the, the troubled launch to, you know, really overworking and crunching their employees to uh, their you know, transphobic content on Twitter and, you know, transphobic content in the game itself. And and yet this one is hard because it does feel like, you know, they're trying to fix the game as, as best they can. And they can't complete work this time because of outside forces, you know, working to hack into the company. And I think that's a real struggle to see, even as someone who is highly critical of CD Projekt Red. Yeah. And I mean, when did we see Keanu? Like, these have been a lot of delays. I feel it's been years. And at this point, it kind of feels like the fans are just done. Like, they kind of stopped caring. And I don't know if this DLC made it even worse. I don't know what this is going to look like in the future. I would love to see this game's reputation recover. You know, uh, uh, Keanu was on stage at E3 almost two years ago. And it just seems like that's forever ago it it, it mm. really feels like like that was you know a decade ago in terms of how people currently think about this company and they even announced it a few years before that oh yeah i mean this game has been you know i was in high school when this game was announced <laughs> i mean that that is how long it has been in development so it it was an eight-year development process and it face planted and the company's trying to make it better but they have uh an uphill uh battle ahead of them mm. They also have, you know, this transphobia stuff that happened on Twitter and the whole character customization ordeal. They just kind of dug themselves in and didn't really offer up an explanation. So I'm not feeling too bad for them right now. And and I think that's fair. And it's going to take a lot of work for this company to rebuild the goodwill it had uh, in the post Witcher 3 days of like 2016, 2017. The company's a long way from from where it was. So hopefully, um, 
hopefully they can kind of pull it together. But yeah, things are looking rough. Hopefully they'll pull things together by 2077. <laughs> well, that does it for today's News Glitch. Don't forget to follow us on social media at News Glitch Podcast to stay up to date. And make sure to come back tomorrow. We'll be covering PlayStation's State of Play announcements for upcoming PS5 games. You won't want to miss it. Until then, game on. Thank <laughs> you.